You're listening to My Titus 2 Life, a podcast for moms, created by a mom and inspired by the Holy Ghost. Get ready for insight and inspiration as we navigate through mountains of laundry, marriage, and ministry. Because if you didn't know, being a mommy is full-time ministry. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one of my Titus 2 Life, the podcast. I'm so excited to be with you today. I'm so excited about what the Lord is doing, and I'm so thrilled to be a part of how God is doing it through the role of mothers. God has been so good to us. I am Christina Castellan. I am the founder of my Titus 2 Life, and that is something that was birthed uh, out of a women's meeting that I was in at my church about six and a half years ago. I was sitting in a, in a women's group and the assistant pastor's wife was teaching on uh, being a woman, being a mom, being a wife. And she referenced the second chapter in the book of Titus. Um, and it was an area of the Bible that I had really not spent too much time in. Of course, I had read through Titus, but that second chapter was not one that I had spent a lot of time in. And she began to go on and she taught about how the older women need to teach the younger women. Um, And the Holy Spirit began to talk to me about how older doesn't necessarily mean calendar years, your natural age. Um, But if you're older, that means you have wisdom, you have insight. That means you've walked through some things. And I said, well, God, I'm not, my my calendar age isn't isn't older. I was maybe 23 at the time, um, but I have walked through some things and I have maybe some things I, I could say. So in the back of my notebook that day, sitting in that women's meeting, I wrote down my Titus 2 life. I just scribbled it on the back cover of my notebook and, and went about my business. About a month or so later, the Lord came to me. He said, I want you to do something with my Titus 2 life, that title that he had given me in that meeting. So I did what all good, obedient church girls do. I created a Facebook page. All right. Holy ghost. I created a Facebook page and I knew it was God. Uh, he said, create a Facebook page for me. And so I did. It was me, my husband. I added like three of my friends. Um, and that was it. And that was it. I walked away and I said, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do, but do it. Cause now I got this Facebook page. I created a little mock-up logo and, and went about my day about two or three days later, the Lord gave me the first post. He said, this is what I want you to share. Um, and the rest, if you will, is history. So here we are six and a half years later. God's been so good to continue to grow my Titus two life. I have no idea how many people have liked the page, uh, how many people we've reached, but I know it is a very large number, certainly larger than me, my husband, and my three best friends. <laughs> so here we are, episode one of this podcast that I know is going to change your life. I encourage you to share it with a mom, no matter what season of mothering she is currently in, whether she is an expectant mother, whether she has a toddler, whether she has small children, whether she has teenagers or her children are grown, share this with her because this is insight that has no expiration date and God is so good. Um, So here we go. Episode one and the topic that we're going to be discussing today is going to be the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost. I'm excited to share this. As I began to sit with the Lord and and hear from him, not just about this episode, but about what he wants the women to know, what he wants moms to know globally, uh, he began to uh, tell me the Holy Spirit has been left out of the equation. I said, okay, God, well, what do you mean? 
he was so faithful to explain to me that moms, we are so good at teaching our children about Jesus. Christian moms, we teach our children about Jesus. Uh, we go over the accounts in the Bible with them, Noah and the ark, Daniel in the lion's den, Queen Esther, Ruth and Naomi. We teach them about God the Father, um, but the Holy Spirit is left out. He's left out of the narrative. And that may not be an intentional thing, but I find it's probably because we have not ourselves been taught on the Holy Spirit the way that we should have. There's been a lot left out. So I am here today to just go over the importance of teaching the Holy Spirit to your children, teaching your children about the Holy Spirit, who he is, and how important the Holy Spirit is to the lives, in our lives of the, of the children that the Lord has given us to steward over here in the earth. So first things first, we've got to introduce our children to the Holy Spirit as soon as possible, as soon as possible. We know that life is full from the moment of conception, from the moment of conception. So that means if life is present, then even though their natural mind may not be fully there yet, they are able to understand. And the Holy Spirit, God, our our Father, He is so supernatural. So I encourage you, if you are a mother and you're expecting your baby, begin to teach your child about the Holy Spirit, even as they're in the womb. Uh, and I also want to encourage you that if your children are already here in the earth, or they're older, um, or even if they're grown, um, that the Holy Spirit is a one-size-fits-all gift. And it's never too late to impart. It's never too early to impart the teaching of the Holy Spirit so that they can become acquainted with Him, become acquainted with the fullness of the Godhead. So introduce your children to the Holy Spirit as early as possible, even from the time that they're in the womb and begin to build on those teachings, begin to build on what the Lord is giving you, downloading to you in your study time, because it's necessary for our children not to just know God, not to just love Jesus, but to become filled with the Holy Spirit because he is the gift that keeps on giving. I sat with the Lord and I said, God, what is the Holy Spirit? I just asked him a simple question. What is the Holy Spirit? And the Lord said this, and I thought it was just so precious. He said, the Holy Spirit is a souvenir. And I was like, wow. And I was thinking a souvenir, like at first I was like a souvenir is, you know, a $10 t-shirt or $8 keychain from the airport, right? (laughs) I was thinking that. And he said, no, a souvenir is a reminder that I was thinking of you when I went somewhere. We know that Jesus, of course, died on the cross for our sins. We know that he left us and returned back to the Father. But before he returned back, he said, I'm leaving the Holy Spirit here with you. I'm leaving the helper, the teacher, the gift um, with you while I am away. So while Jesus journeyed to the cross and he went back home to the Father, he left us the souvenir of the Holy Spirit, which is a constant reminder. Uh, we know that when we go on vacations and things, we may get a gift, a souvenir for a family member or a friend. Uh, I got a, a magnet one time. Uh, one of my aunts went on a, a cruise. I'll never forget. She went on a cruise and I was about seven or eight years old. Uh, both two of my aunts did, and they went together. And they brought myself and my cousins all back, these matching bracelets, t-shirts, and magnets for our refrigerators. I'm sure the magnets were more for our parents than they 
they were for us. But nevertheless, we were excited to get all the gifts when they came back. And I was like, oh my gosh, even while they were away, they were thinking of us. They were thinking of us. They wanted us to have a reminder of their love for us, even when they were on vacation, right? The Holy Spirit is a souvenir. He's a reminder of the love of Christ, a reminder that we have a helper, a reminder that we have a teacher, a reminder that we have a principal, if you will, who corrects us, who keeps us aligned with the word of God, um, who keeps us aligned with the will of God and the intent that God has for our lives. The Holy Spirit is a souvenir. Teach your children that teach them that. They will understand that. They will understand a souvenir. Every child I know has gotten a souvenir from someone that they know, someone that they love, someone that cares about them. Uh, so they will understand that as you begin to minister to your children. This is ministering. If you're a mom, you are a minister. Uh, minister to your children about the gift of the Holy Spirit. If you yourself are not familiar with the Holy Spirit, who he is and the importance that he has in the earth, I encourage you to get a book. It's called Good Morning Holy Spirit. That's for you. Get that for yourself. Read that book. Become acquainted with the Holy Spirit. It's important. You can't teach your children something that you don't know. So I sat with the Lord and and I began to go over just some teaching and I'll share some scripture with you in a moment. Um, But something that the Holy Spirit that the Lord shared with me is how much it grieves him that we introduce and teach our children lies about an imaginary man named Santa before we teach them the truth and the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's true. It's absolutely true. We spend a considerable amount of time weaving together stories, fables, and and, and, and untruths about about Santa, mythical creatures, imaginary people, uh, than we do about teaching them the Holy Spirit, teaching them about the Holy Spirit, the importance of the Holy Spirit. And we've got to do better. We've got to do better as moms. Um, we've got to do better as women. Uh, the Holy Spirit is critical and he is a gift. And the Holy Spirit is nothing to be afraid of. The Holy Spirit's nothing to be afraid of. We should embrace the Holy Spirit. The last time I checked, there's not a child in America that's scared of Santa. Not one. They embrace the teachings of Santa. They embrace the lies about Santa, about the Easter bunny, about leprechauns, about all of those different things. They're not scared of him. They know that he's bringing them gifts. Why are we not as uh, persistent? Why do we not teach them the fullness? If we can piece together lies about Santa, then we most certainly can download the truth to them about the Holy Spirit. Amen? Yes. Um, so we've got to have that same excitement. We've got to have that same excitement for us that have daughters. I have four daughters, two sons, um, but I have four daughters and we've got to begin to share with our daughters more about how we became to know, came to know of the Holy Spirit with the same excitement as we do sharing with them who our favorite Disney princess was when we were their age. Now, of course, we I've shared that with my little girls. They know about Cinderella and, and all of that. And that's all wonderful and, and fun. Um, but they should know more about the 
Holy Spirit and who he has been to us than about some made up character uh, from a movie that they will never know, that they will never meet, that they will never have an encounter with the same way that they will the powerful Holy Spirit. So I encourage you, if you have daughters or girls, they've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you have little boys, if you have sons, they've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit spirit. Teach them to not be afraid. Teach them to embrace the Holy Spirit. I want to read to you a verse that I was studying as I prepared to record this podcast. It's going to be John chapter 14, verse 25 through 28. And it says this, I'm reading from the New King James Version, by the way. And the subheader is the gift of his peace. This is Jesus talking, of course. And he says this, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back from you. Glory to God, coming back for you, coming back to us. Can you imagine? He's coming back to us. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father. My Father is greater than I am. That was Jesus. That was Jesus talking. So he left with us a gift. He left with us a helper, the precious Holy Spirit. If your children can understand myths, they can understand this truth. It's very simple. The Holy Spirit is, is, is profound and powerful, but it is a very simple thing to teach your children. Jesus was here. He went and left to go back to be with God, but he left us a souvenir a gift, a helper, and that's in the form of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we praise God for that. We praise God for the gift that he's left us. We praise God that we're able to introduce our children to the Holy Spirit. We're able to get them filled up with the Holy Spirit. And also we have the privilege of inviting them to demonstrate the ministry of the Holy Spirit, even on playgrounds, even on baseball fields, on soccer fields, even in Chuck E. Cheese, okay, and in arcades, they have an opportunity to demonstrate the gift of the Holy Spirit in very practical ways, no matter how old they are, no matter what their calendar age says that they are, no matter what age they are, it doesn't matter to the Lord. It does not matter to God. I also want to encourage you to teach your children to use their prayer language. If you don't use your prayer language around your children, you should. You absolutely should. We all have a prayer language. Uh, it's unique. It's a way that we communicate with the Lord that is undeniable. And it also cannot be replicated. There's no fake version, okay, of 
our prayer language. We've got to teach our children that it's okay. Our prayer language should be embraced at home. Um, it also should be something that we teach our children to use out and about. Our prayer language is not the fancy towels in the bathroom for guests. The Holy Spirit is something that we should use often, something that we should speak in often. Paul says, I, I pray in tongues more than, more than all of you. Our children have got to take on that same attitude, more than all of us. Your five-year-old prays in tongues more than you do. Glory to God. Uh, but the Holy Spirit is nothing to be afraid of. And when it's taught, we should teach it in a way that there is order. The Holy Spirit is not one of disorder. The Holy Spirit brings order. And that's a misconception. That's a misconception that's been passed down that whenever the Holy Spirit is present, that there's some sort of disorder or chaos. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. Whenever the Holy Spirit is present, there is nothing but order. There's nothing but peace. There's nothing but calm. Um, and that's how God wants us to explain it to our children. So go over that verse with your children. Read them the 14th chapter of John. Tell them what a gift the Holy Spirit is for them. That way, when they put on their, their souvenir t-shirt of the Holy Spirit, when they get filled up, they do so with an excited heart. They do so with great expectation. And the other people around them will know you went to the Bahamas, if you will. You have been with the Lord. You've been somewhere and there's something different about you. There's something different about you. This is the last thing I'm going to say today, and then we'll close out until the next time. But there is no such thing as a junior Holy Spirit. There's no elementary Holy Spirit, no middle school Holy Spirit, no high school Holy Spirit. There is just the Holy Spirit. The fullness of the Holy Spirit can't be watered down, should not be watered down. In fact, our children can understand the fullness of him. We may need to reassess how we say certain things or how we explain things, but that in no way means that we need to take anything away from the teaching of the Holy Spirit when we begin to introduce them to him, even from the time that they're in the womb. Go over the fullness of him. The same way that our children know how many reindeer Santa has, our children should know exactly what the Holy Spirit is capable of doing when we yield ourselves to him. So that's it for today. I hope that this lesson blessed you. I hope that you're encouraged today as a mom to share the Holy Spirit with your children. Share your story about how you became filled with the Holy Spirit and how excited they should be to get filled with the Holy Spirit. Teach your children that they have a helper. Teach your children who their identity is in Christ when they have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of them. An identity crisis cannot exist. They will always go back to who they are. So I love you so much. I'm excited to meet with you. I'm excited to hear your feedback. And I'm very, very excited to hear testimonies about our children, our babies, our precious gifts, getting filled with the Holy Spirit, praying in their prayer language, and being mature enough and bold enough and courageous enough to begin to share the Holy Spirit with the other children around them. So God bless you. I love you and continue to make an impact as a mom.